Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 3, Let My People Go. In Egypt, there are hundreds of gods. Now, the Hebrew god, who calls himself I Am That I Am, says that he is the one true God. God renews his covenant with the Hebrew people, the sons and daughters of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, at Mount Sinai, 430 years after he made a covenant with Abraham. But the people want a relationship with God, which is mediated by someone else, a religion. Moses goes to talk to God for 40 days on their behalf, but they get impatient. Episode 5, Travellers and Tents. God's cloud covers the mountaintop, and God writes his contract, his covenant, on two stone tablets. But meanwhile, back at the camp, the people think that Moses has been gone too long. They approach Aaron with a proposition and ignore the promises that they have just made to God. God knows that the people have rejected him and tells Moses to go down the mountain. As Moses descends, he carries the two stones which God has written his laws, his teachings on. Joshua and Moses approach the camp and Joshua hears a commotion and thinks a battle is taking place. When they arrive at the scene of idol worship, Moses smashes God's stone contracts. Aaron says that the people made him create an idol. He just melted the gold and a bull appeared. Moses responds by melting the bull, grinding it up and mixing it with water and making the people drink it. God is angry that they have replaced him with an idol and are saying that it freed them from Egypt. God wants to kill the people, but Moses reminds him of his promise, his covenant to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Moses says, if God kills them, then the Egyptians will only say that it was God's intent to kill the people all along, but God wants people killed for their rebellion. So Moses asks them who is on God's side. The tribe of Levi rally around him and show their commitment by killing 3,000 people. Now, for the sixth time, Moses goes back up the mountain to God and offers his own life to gain forgiveness for the people. But God spares Moses' life and, as a judgment, sends a disease on them. God tells Moses to break camp and to set off for the land which he has promised them in Canaan. But God says that he will no longer journey with the people. Instead, he will send an angel as their guide. He says that the people are stiff-necked and, if he were to accompany them, he might kill them along the way. God says that the people must remove their jewellery and his tent of meeting is moved outside the camp. Here Moses continues his conversations with God, accompanied by Joshua. The people watch as God's cloud descends on the tent and worship God from outside. Meanwhile, in the tent, Moses asks God to teach him his ways and to keep on seeing Israel as his people. Moses asks God not to make them journey to Canaan without him. And again, he reminds God that it is his promise of his presence which distinguishes Israel from other people. Moses also asks to see God's presence. And because God is pleased with him, he agrees. 
Now God tells Moses to cut two new stone tablets and to take them up Mount Sinai to him alone. On his seventh trip to the mountaintop, God reveals his personal name to Moses again. Then God hides him in a rock so Moses can see his presence but not his face or he would die. God renews his covenant, his unbreakable promise, by carving the laws for a second time on the new stones which Moses has brought. And God gives the design for a new building, a new tent, a tabernacle, a dwelling place, so he can dwell and journey with the people. He asks them to provide the building materials by volunteering donations to the project. The people give generously more than is required, wood, fabric, gold and silver. Then God appoints a multi-skilled artisan to carry out the construction work called Bezalel, meaning in the shadow of God. Alongside him works Oholiab, meaning the tent of my father. And God fills both men with his spirit. Each attribute of the building, its furniture and rituals has spiritual significance. Now God's building plans start in earnest. Everyone has a role and a responsibility, and God gives instructions for the breakdown and setup of the camp in preparation for the people's next move. Will strict discipline be the key to a model culture and society? Will a religious system of accountability and reverence bring peace? You can read the ongoing story in the Bible book of Exodus, chapters 32 to 34. The Bible story is played across time. God's character and people's characters are revealed as the story unfolds. God is revealing his character compared to Pharaoh and the gods of Egypt and Canaan. In Egypt and Canaan, religion combines totemism, the mystical connection through objects and beings, birds, animals, emblems, families, clans, and polytheism, the worship of many gods and ancestor worship. Like Egypt, Canaan has multiple male gods known as Baal, meaning lord, master or husband. Like Egypt, these male gods are said to hold power over elements such as the weather. And in Canaan, there are multiple female counterpart gods, Astartes, meaning goddesses. These are female gods of fertility and war. Like Egyptian gods, the gods of Canaan are manifest as statues and represented by symbols. There are ornate temples dedicated to the gods with temple priests, prostitutes and rituals. Worship of the Baals and Astartes includes human and infant sacrifice, bloodletting, body mutilation, cutting, sexual acts, rituals and offerings. Now, the Hebrew God, who calls himself I am that I am, says that he is the one true God. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.